It's time to ride, I pull out from the scene real fast It's time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God This for the homies, put that on my life Jump, jump, head to the sky It's time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God This for the homies, put that on my life Jump, jump, head to the sky Kicking it with the king. It's Friday, November 4th, 2022. Like I said, happy Friday. I hope you guys aren't out there driving like fucking idiots. Because let me tell you, I've seen so many fucking accidents happen over the last week. Let alone earlier this morning. Careless ass drivers. And let me fucking tell you. A lot of these fucking uh, fiascos could be avoided. If you just got off your damn phone, right? But anyways, guys, we're not here to talk about the fucking traffic. Uh, We are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 431 of Kicking It with the King. Obviously, your host, Gabriel Hernandez, coming at you live here. Uh, Appreciate you all for joining us here. Um, Quickly, before we begin, uh, as always, we are available everywhere. You get your shows exclusively, your podcasts. Uh, We're available on all platforms for the most part. 
um, Spotify. We're available on iHeartRadio. I know Apple has a podcast. I uh, gets the podcast, excuse me, as well. Um, leave us a five-star rating, a five-star review. And also, if you want to check us out directly on the Anchor app, you can visit the direct link in, I think, my bio. So you guys can follow me on Instagram, GTheKing underscore official. And you can click the link tree, my link tree. It takes you to all of my social media. All my social media accounts, everything's all under one banner, ladies and gentlemen. It makes it so easy, so much more convenient. And you guys can access it and have access to all the latest and greatest news when it comes to anything Gabriel Hernandez social media-wise, right? Social media-wise, right? That's what I mean to say. But um, it's good to be back. Holy shit. Lots has happened. Uh, Lots to talk about. Lots to uh, preview. Lots to break down. Um, let's not waste any time, ladies and gentlemen. Let's, let's start it all off with how about Elon Musk? Elon Musk acquires Twitter. The the deal has gone through, and and you know, fast forward a little bit, he's he fired uh seventy percent of the employees. Now legally, I know you have to have like a, what is like a thirty day period or some shit like that. What is it? What what was it exactly? Let me look it up because I want to know what they're talking about. Um. Because there's like, I mean, I think legally you gotta you you gotta give them notice or something like that, or I think they could qualify for a, um, what is it, unemployment or something like that, some shit like that. Um, uh, uh, uh. damn. So he completed the forty four billion dollar deal. Um. So Elon Musk. Laid off, um, it says he's expected, I don't know how old this article is, but it says he's expected to terminate up to 3,700 people, half of his workforce on Friday, which was today. So earlier, um, Twitter is reportedly, um, involved in a class action lawsuit. Already, the Twitter uh, from the the Twitter employees because uh, after a week after finalizing his forty four billion dollar deal, Elon Musk announced that he was going to have massive layoffs in the company, which he quoted was, "What did he say? Unfortunate, fortunately necessary." Um. I want to see what they said about it. Okay, so go scroll down. Scroll down a little bit. It says, we filed this lawsuit tonight in an attempt to make sure that employees are aware that they should not sign away their rights and that they have an avenue for pursuing the rights. Attorney Shannon Liss-Royden said, who filed the San Francisco lawsuit. Who filed the San Francisco lawsuit. The outlet, the outlet said. So, um... She filed a lawsuit in Texas against Elon Musk electric car company back in June after it laid off 10% of his employees. So, I mean, if you don't need all these extra employees in a way, I can understand. I mean, there's this one fucking video. It's so funny. But, so, like like I said, uh, quickly, before we... Uh,
before we continue, I'm going to say like, yeah, so he laid off a substantial amount, not the entire force. I mean, is there really that much work to do at Twitter? Because it seems like early on people are celebrating the new version of Twitter. Not really. It's not really new. It's just a new owner. I mean, Elon Musk came in there, wrecked shop, fired a bunch of people, got a bunch of people mad. And on top of that, I think he's giving, I I don't know, I'm still on the fence. So I don't know, is it the, the users who are verified? So if you're verified either on Instagram or Twitter, for example, like the blue check mark. So for Twitter, if you're, if you're verified with the blue check mark, does that mean that you have to pay $8 to keep that? check mark or does that mean anyone who pays eight dollars is going to get it and is twitter going to be eight dollars a month or is it is it only you know because you know like there's premium versions of everything now and i know there's like that twitter blue and all that and i haven't signed up for any of that man for, for the longest fucking time we were waiting for the edit button the edit button is here ladies and gentlemen i repeat the edit button is here but only if you got Twitter blue. But as I've said, and I will say this again, fuck that. Because Twitter hasn't given me access to my original Kicking It With The King account. My original uh, account that has all my followers. I mean, I have hella fighters that follow me on there. I mean, shit, for, for, for Pete's sakes. I mean, for, with, with my fights coming up and all that, all that shit. It's like, dude, I could have more traction and, and more uh, attention on, on my own. Um, Myself had I had access to that account, but we're not here to talk about that. But uh, so yeah, like I said, so he fired a bunch of people. There's a class action lawsuit coming in. Um, I mean, I feel like you know, he, he, Elon's smart, so I'm pretty sure he has a pretty logical reason for why he did that. I mean, brings me to say, let's go back to it. There was this one fucking video that it, this girl. It, I don't know if you guys seen it. It was like she's like her voice. A day in the life of working at Twitter. Oh my god, I go right on I go right on TikTok and I see a badass bitch. Oh wow. Let me let me go on. Is this your Okay, so uh I guarantee you I'm gonna type it in right now and we're gonna find the video I was talking about. But it literally is like a day in the life of working at Twitter. And this dumbass girl really breaks it down really well. Like, what it's like to be working, working at Twitter. People are Shut the Twitter fuck up. It's weird. Oh, why the hell are these? Uh, why the hell was it? I'm. Uh, what's it called? The video going off when I wasn't looking at any video specifically. But anyway, so that brings me to the question. And. The question all you guys I mean I mean I don't know too many people or too many personal friends or anybody that that's Twitter heavy like I am I don't I've been mean, overall friends wise over I mean I don't know anyone that was really as heavy on Twitter as I was meaning like there wasn't someone who was on it as much I wasn't I mean I remember when I first started Twitter I remember I was like tweet tweet what the fuck am I tweet tweeting like you're ever just sitting there like having a conversation with yourself Anyway, so, uh, 
Amber Heard's Twitter account deactivated as Elon Musk takes ownership. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so, like I said, bring me the question to say, would I pay $8 for a Twitter checkmark? I mean, it's, it's, depending on what the purpose is behind that and shit like that, like, if it's for a good purpose, because then there's people that, that can just have the blue check mark, and who the fuck are you? You have this account, you can have all these different accounts just posing and being, uh, acting like fucking idiots or something online, but you look, oh, they have a blue check mark. No, the blue check marks are for, supposed to be for people that are verified, celebrities, public figures, people of interest, people that, uh, I know, just just people, people, like, I mean, obviously, there's blue check marks on, on, on these, like, there's some other sites that I've seen, I forgot, like, a couple of them, but they're just, you know, like, it's not, like, verified, verified, like, the blue check mark is a blue check mark, and I'm pretty sure that, like, you know, obviously, it's not an easy thing to acquire, it never was an easy thing to requ- acquire, so, I mean, it could probably be a little bit dangerous if you give everyone a blue check mark, then again, it's like a subscription, so I mean, if you don't pay, you don't get the blue check mark. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna make sure that they're 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 really strong and really uh uptight about that, huh? But I think I would. I mean, I would if 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 two ifs. There's two ifs. There's two things that I will I will consider getting. And paying for Twitter, eight dollars a month, Twitter Blue, whatever it is you guys even fucking do. If Twitter gives me my motherfucking account back, it's not suspended. I didn't get reported. I simply forgot my passcode, and I don't remember the email that the account was associated with. But point blank, when I filled out a little request form and shit like that. Support requests. You could follow them on Twitter if you're one of those people that need to get in touch with them because they don't have a direct phone number nor a customer service line or anything like that, nor do I think they need to. But I'm just like, they said they couldn't verify that this account belonged to me, the account I was asking about. I'm the only motherfucking person in the world that's asking about that account specifically, and let alone my account. My other account that I was asking about that I was using to communicate with Twitter was literally almost the same exact handle as the account I was acting about asking about, except there was an underscore at the end because I couldn't have the same exact thing. But um, what are we ranting about, Twitter? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I will get Twitter. I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, if they give me the blue check mark for eight dollars a month, uh, I gladly will turn. Yeah, fuck yeah. I gladly will uh, take that. But, um, alrighty. Um, a lot of people seem to think that freedom of speech has returned. I mean, I haven't seen anything crazy different on Twitter. Then again, I haven't tried to test the freedom of speech and stuff. You know, I kind of try to push it on the podcast a little bit. But, uh, I mean, I think for the most part, you know, it just really depends on what you talk about and how controversial you are and, Stuff like that. But then, again, there's a lot of uh, people and a lot of uh, things that are said that are truth. 
that have been blocked from people knowing, in a way, you know, blocked from existence. Or people's videos that get taken down, posts getting taken down, posts getting flagged, your account getting flagged, you end up being in something, a suspension, Twitter jail, not being able to post for a certain amount of time, not being able to do certain things because of what you said on the platform. I can understand freedom of speech, ladies and gentlemen, but there's a difference between freedom of speech and just, you know, seeing some crazy fucking things online that are just crazy, outlandish and just absolute absurd. You know what I mean? You can't, you shouldn't go uh, over the top and say some of the, some of the stupidest shit, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I believe we are entitled to say what we think and what we believe. Because if you think about it, like maybe 10 years ago, right? 10 years ago, or at least 10 or 12 years ago, maybe even earlier, maybe even further than, further back. It's like you, we had the opportunity to hear someone's opinion, to hear someone's side of something, to hear how someone's, how someone's point of view towards something is. And, you know, you can either choose to listen to it or not. You could choose to listen to it. And not necessarily agree, but be able to listen. There's people that can put themselves on that even level playing field. And, you know, I could sit down and, and have a great conversation with you, even though we like different things or we support different things. You know, it's not in my personal space to rack on someone because who they support or the, the, someone who they like or, you know, who, who they think they're running for and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of people really separate themselves in, in, a, in a negative way because of the way that they put their, their mind, the, the mindset they put themselves in. Oh, you're a fan of this? Oh, no, I'm not talking to you. You're racist or you know, uh, you're, you're homophobic or you, you, you're gay or whatever it is. These, these people really like to stereotype and these people really like to, to get real sensitive sensitive and, and, and grab a hold of any little thing that they can when it comes to uh, being sensitive about stuff. That's why people get blocked so easily. But, yeah. I mean, we should be able to... Just Say how we how we feel about anything, you know. Give our thoughts on it, but then again, it's like depending on, like you said earlier about the topics, depending on what we're saying, and depending on your status, depending on your status as like a public figure, just depending on your status as a person, how famous you are, how much attention you get, and stuff. If you're over there telling people stupid shit, and you're telling your followers stupid shit, regardless of if if it's bullshit or not, they're still gonna take it, and they're gonna take it. Like a grain of salt. They're going to they're take the information in and they're going to believe it. They're going to say it and, the, and or do whatever it is that you were talking about or inf be influenced by the stupid shit that you say. I mean, for me, I don't like to think that I say anything that's false because I don't think say anything that's false. At least when it comes to tweets or it comes to anything online or, or podcasts and stuff like that because I can't – I'm not a fake person. I like to say that I'm very genuine. Um you know, I just don't have time to act any other way other than myself. I mean, I'm very genuine. You know, I, I keep to myself 
depending on the situations and stuff. You know, I, I like to be around people, but you know, the way a lot of these people are nowadays, you know, it's it's kind of like it's better off to to be solo, especially with, um, especially when you've given a lot of your own personal time to people that may have not deserved it or just let alone people in general and stuff. And now for me, I feel like it's, it, it's, it's my time to focus on myself. So that's the way that I, that's the way I look at that when it comes to that. Um, but what else we got here on that? Um, I don't not remember where we were at, but like I said, like I said, guys, follow us on Instagram. KW T K prod not pod breaking news i forgot to tell you guys that we changed the handle we changed everything ladies and gentlemen um g the king underscore official on instagram real g the king underscore on twitter and for instagram and twitter it'll be k-w-t-k-p-r-o-d so kicking with the king productions pretty much you know promoting the most entertaining post the inter- most entertaining quotes, the most, you know, uh, the most woke things, the most, you know, inter- the most trendy things, you know, uh, promoting all the fight, the, all my fights and stuff like that. And just, just anything and everything that's entertainment, you know, it's like an entertainment site, but yeah, that's really what I've kind of turned it into. I mean, it's more than just the podcast. I mean, we have a little bit of everything and, you know, we kind of like to spread the, uh, spread our, um, you know, our brand around, you know, essentially to spread our you know, uh, it's not a company. We just kind of spread our our brand around. And uh, you know, speaking of that, I, um, we got some other exciting stuff too. I, I was gonna say I have to get a a patch, a sewn on patch, uh, not a patch. It's like um, I think it's stick on or it's gonna be like a Velcro patch. But ladies and gentlemen, I have some announcements to make before we continue on my. Fight shorts have arrived. My motherfucking fight shorts have arrived. Let's pull these bitches out right now. Let's pull these bitches out right now. Oh my god. I forgot. I did not know the exact date that these were gonna come, but oh my god, here they are. Oh my god. You guys can't see them, but holy shit. Damn, it's surreal that I'm really holding these. Wow. Beautiful. I mean I've I think I've posted a couple pictures on um my snapchat i mean i'll post more pictures as we go but yeah i'm gonna get my uh sponsors i'm gonna put my uh, my logo on the back of these um i got my fight shorts for the fi- upcoming fight on uh, december 3rd uh ladies and gentlemen on top of these are beautiful too so i i mean i wore them a couple times and um they're low cut so the cut um so you can kick um higher and stuff like the the regular uh, mma shorts like the long ones and stuff like that those ones are hard to kick in and let alone move in and stuff you know what i mean so um ladies and gentlemen we got some more breaking news on top of that i mean you guys follow my social media i mean i've only told certain people i mean i i i tell my family member i tell the closest people first and foremost before anything um but obviously, if you guys follow me, like I said, and listen to this show, and you obviously keep up to date with me, um, you know that we were supposed to fight on November twelfth. And you know, November twelfth was the big day, the debut, the arrival, the final, the you know, the 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 finally arriving, finally being able to fight. 
finally being able to make that walk, right? We talked about it, November 12th, November 12th, November 12th, November 12th. We've been thinking about it for a while, right? All right, but ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna explain why November 12th, the date has shifted. It's off, it's canceled. November 12th date is canceled. I'm not fighting on that card. I'm not fighting um, Daniel Villapondo. Funny story is, he pulled out. And I just got the word earlier today, but the thing is, I I just wasn't planning on fighting at that event. Because there's obviously some background things and obviously talking to um some of the right people and stuff like that. And, you know, um, not saying that I was, I pulled the plug on it for my own sake, you know, for fuck's sakes, I would fight for sure. But you remember how we had our proposed dates for the upcoming bouts and stuff, right? It was a, it was a November 12th date and we were going to return to on December 3rd. So pretty much you kind of talked me and, uh, the boss can't say his name. I shouldn't say it on here because um, you know he can't really dis- disclose too much of the information, or let alone phone calls and shit like that. But um, so with the Florida State Athletic Commission or Florida State Boxing Commission, you have to take a mandatory thirty day rest period after each fight. So you know it's my first fight. I come in to the first fight, and you know imagine. You know, it's like a three round war or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. And I, you know, or something like that, you know, 30 days, you know, it's going to be two, you know, 30 days, then three weeks. So it's, it's, it, I'm not going to have enough time. So per the commission, that fight wouldn't even be sanctioned. The second fight wouldn't be sanctioned. So he basically said, you know, I could take this fight or whatever it is. You know, he told me he wasn't telling me not to take the fight, but you know, it would mean that I would be damaged goods. And even if I was able to fight on November 3rd or December 3rd, it would have been me at a lesser version of myself. You know, it was all came from good faith. It all made mistake, uh, made uh, sense. And the, I'm not going to say the name, but the guy originally who booked the November 12th fight had a replacement. Said he was in a, uh, there was a, uh, it was, we're not supposed to fight Julio. Julio. He said Julio was injured and, you know, he was unable to fight. But Julio is signed with Rise MMA. So I don't see how that was going to work. So he got this guy um, maybe a week or so before he said that the opponent, or he just said earlier the opponent bailed out, but I had already, uh, you know, just, you know, thought about it. I'm like, you know, I'm going to fight in this organization right here, this one-off. I'm going to fight on November 12th. This is the mindset going in. Okay, I'm going to fight on November 12th. And after I win, you know, there's not a guarantee of another fight with this organization. It's a one-off. It's an amateur amateur series. I don't even have direct contact with the person that's running this thing. I don't know what time it is. I don't know what, what, what ticket, when tickets will be on sale. They're saying I'm gonna get a cut of the pay per view, which is weird. And like, dude, what? I mean, it was weird. But you know, on top of that, um, he had. Well, I wish I could refer to names, but you know, then he came to me with another person. Said there was a backup because Villapondo backed out. 
I didn't even know Villaponda backed out. But then again, I was I had already backed myself out of the November 12th fight a few days ago, honestly, to be honest with you. Um, not that I pulled out of it. No, just I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, uh, put myself in a, a shitty ass position um, management wise, pretty much and structure wise when it comes to my first ever fight in the sport. It, it, let alone first ever professional fight or fight for the an organization. I'm not just gonna go take a random one if there's people that are willing to to help me, build me, grow me, promote me. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna stay with these guys and pr- be promoted by these guys and be that product, be a product of them. Essentially, what he's saying. So, I mean, amateur people who haven't fought and stuff, amateurs are free to pretty much go and fight. Anywhere they can and stuff, you know, obviously it's got to get sanctioned and stuff like that and different depending on the states and shit like that. But yeah, so I mean, overall, man, I had originally thought for the longest time, you know, I was kind of back and forth on, on how I felt about November. I felt like it was too soon. I had honestly just had thoughts of, of not pulling out of it, but, you know, just I don't want to say pulling out of it. It's not like I was injured. I'm just like, dude, I need a little bit more time because it seems like November was kind of soon. But um, it's kind of crazy how it all happens, you know. Get that phone call, you know. It's like, dude, don't, you know, you don't, you don't want to be fighting with shady promoters. You know, these people just want to fill slots versus actually caring and, you know, preserving your fighters and actually caring about you win, lose, or draw. You know what I mean? Like, if I would have went and fought and lost or slipped on a banana peel or some shit against Villapondo, then I wouldn't have been compensated. I would have went into rise injured in December and um, everything would have been absolutely fucked up. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about this next thing, but... So, like I said, November 12th is off scheduled uh it's off um i'm not fighting villapondo <laughs> you know so so that's two people this year that have pulled away from a fight with me the first one was julio the second now it was villapondo both pussied out right they don't didn't show up and julio's commenting on instagram saying oh let's let, we'll see what you got something I'll be pulling up to the fight, blah, blah, blah. Like, shut the fuck up. You're going to be sitting in the, in the stands as a fan. You're here to watch me. It's okay to admit that you're a fan. It's all right. I know you're excited to watch me. The same thing with these other guys. They get, they get all insecure and, you know, they over-prepare or they spend time at night thinking about the matchup with me. It scares the shit out of them. The idea that they're going to lose to me doesn't sit well. Because to them, it looks like I just came out of nowhere. Oh, this guy is coming, barking mad, calling for fights, blah, blah, blah. Hey, they ain't fought first. And he's calling for fights with guys in this organization. Boom, I come in. And here we are. And now, like I said, this is where it, it gets interesting. Like I said, if you listen to the show, then good, goodness gracious, okay? So, you know, it's either penciled in that I would have uh, been competing against Julio or um, Bruno Dalfarera. Remember, those were the two initial fighters. You know, I said either one, you know, before their fight even happened, before Julio fought Bruno in in um, the Rise organization, right? I had said I wanted either Julio or Bruno. 
you know, I wasn't going to be like, oh, I'll take the loser because it's my first buy. I said, I'll preferably take the winner. And that's exactly what I did. So, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for some breaking news. Excuse me. I have to pee really quickly before we get this, get to this breaking news. Uh, back in a few seconds, ladies and gentlemen. And we are back. Nothing feels better than the second you start pissing, the feeling of it. I don't know if it's the same for girls and stuff. Ladies, you can answer this if you want. Like, having to go piss after so fucking long. Literally borderline feeling like you want to explode. And you have to cross your legs and you can't think about water. And it's, it's like the worst fucking thing ever. There's been so many fucking times where either I've just haven't had the opportunity, haven't been able to, or been stuck in a car or some shit like that and just inevitably wasn't able to use the restroom. But dude, it's like, oh my God, I had to pee. But that's one of the best feelings ever, letting that, that first fucking piss out. Dude, one of the worst fucking things, dude, is the fact that, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but I drink a lot of liquids, a lot of water, a lot of juice. And I have to piss like a motherfucker. And it's like every time when I'm sleeping, wake up, dude, it's like I have to piss. And there's like times where I just don't want to fucking get up, dude. It's like, it's too damn cold. I mean, um, where he, I'm over here on in California. So California, Pacific time. Um, it's fucking cold. Let me tell you, it's fucking cold now. It's, it's getting cold. It's 53 degrees right now. But dude. It's fucking cold, like fucking cold. Do you know how cold fucking cold is? Fucking cold. It gets fucking cold. But um, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's manageable though. I'm not complaining. We are complaining here, ladies and gentlemen, because I remember there was one point in time where we were complaining about the heat. It's like no, there's never gonna be a time where I glorify the heat and I enjoy the heat. It's hot as fuck. You start moving a little bit and you break a sweat. I'm one of those people that sweat hella fast and stuff. And I mean, I break sweat fast. I mean, I lose calories fast too. That's one of one of my favorite things. Like I lose calories fast, especially when I'm in the gym or I'm doing a lot of cardio or wrestling, you know, or grappling and stuff too. Also helps ignite that too. But yeah, man, it draws sweat like a motherfucker. Speaking of hydration, man. These body armors really fucking come in handy. Good goodness gracious, man. This one's some of the best fucking drinks ever, man. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like my version of Gatorade. I mean, I like Gatorade, but if I'm going to go to drink something every so often, it's going to be one of these body armors. I got one of these. Uh, me and my cousin went to the gym last night. And let me tell you, those late night gym sessions where it's like one in the morning or some shit like that. We're at the gym. Those are the fucking best. It's like, dude, there's hardly anybody there. You don't have to fucking worry about motherfuckers being in your way. All these little pussy ass motherfuckers thinking they're the shit. Lifting weights that aren't going to do shit for them. Like some of these motherfuckers got to realize, dude, just li lifting weights will not do shit for you in a fight. I mean, it will do shit for you physically. And, you know, you might get yourself in shape overall after a good amount of time and you could lift a lot. But if if you're thinking you're a badass or something over me or something when I'm in the gym and I get people looking at me and shit like like. Certain, certain ways and shit and like dude 
Because when I go to like, because uh, I go to Planet Fitness, right, for, for like the fitness gym. And then obviously like kickboxing MMA uh-huh. gym. I'm not going to say the name of it. But um, so like, you know, there's a fitness gym and the regular gym. So I go and I do, um, well, one of the best parts about it, it's cheap as fuck. $23, I believe, or $24 to go to every single Planet Fitness in the fucking United States of America. Uh, yeah, sign me up. That, cause I'm gonna be everywhere. I, I travel a lot and there's a lot of fucking places that have Planet Fitnesses. So, a uh, point blank, I, um, we were there, right? And, um, uh, yeah, I did a lot of cardio. I'm doing a lot of cardio. Um, I've done a lot of walking recently. I've been, I've returned to the gym, the regular gym in general. Like, I've been going consistently back to back and stuff. And I've I've done a lot of cardio too. I'm focused on a lot of that. I mean, a lot of just kind of getting my uh, motions back. Not that they were gone. I'm just kind you know sharpening them up and you know getting a little bit more uh, familiar with everything and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just that it's just me getting uh, familiar with every more familiar. I mean, not that it like wasn't familiar. Just you know, kind of sharpening up. You know, um, a lot of stretching. A lot of a. Uh, you know, stretching is so important. Let me tell you how much how, stretching is super important. Uh, drinking enough water, especially before and after a workout and stuff, and during a workout too. Because let me tell you, when I sweat a lot, I get fucking exhausted. I mean, I, I get thirsty as fuck too. Speaking of the gym, I'm feeling like I want to go. Not right now. Everything. We're not like we're not leaving you guys in the middle of the show. No, I'm probably gonna go. Uh, maybe like at four in the morning or, or or like three in the morning or some shit like that. Because I go there. The gym. I I go. I don't go to the same one. There's a couple of the Planet Fitnesses around here, like a couple locations and stuff around. So I go to a a lot of different ones and stuff. And let me tell you, man. There's. Let me fucking tell you, dude, there are some fucking fine-ass girls, dude. There was, oh my god, dude, last night, bruh, there was this one girl who wore, um, you know, I love those those slim girls with the big old booties, and they got the little itty-bitty titties with the fat-ass booty and stuff, freaking uh, Hispanic Latinas, bro, oh my god. Doesn't matter what you look like, I mean, Mexican women, Latinas, does not fucking matter, man. Speaking of uh, Latinas, man, um, I got asked the other day why I prefer bigger women. Like, just as a preference. I mean, I mean, I, I don't just uh, seclude myself to that. I mean, I'm open to, to all. There's just so many different types of beautiful women. You know, all, they come in all shapes and sizes, ladies and gentlemen. Um but for me, I feel like I can't tell you how many years it's been, but I can't t- tell you how many years I've actually thought about this and zeroed in on it. You know, just the girls that I talk to happen to be big. I mean, what is it that they're not in, they're not bodybuilders or anything like that? I mean, it's just like eating healthy is hella expensive anyways. But then again, it was just like there's so much stigma, 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 stigma. Back in the days, I mean, like 10 plus years ago, 12, 12 years ago. People still say this the very this very day, just depending on your crowd and the people you talk to. But it's like, oh, don't if you're with someone that's fat, then it's like, oh, dude, oh, they're out of shape. They don't want to work out. They're unhealthy. Blah 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 blah. Like, shut the fuck up. 
I mean, I know several people that are bigger that work just as hard as a person that doesn't look as big. You know, I don't give a fuck about what someone's physical uh, attributes are, what they look like. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I don't personally judge anybody. Now, like, there's times where I've called people fat or, you know, fat ass and whatever else because they're being disrespectful. So, of course, yeah, if you're, if you, you're disrespectful to me, I'm going to choose some insults that, especially if you're disrespectful to me first, I'm going to choose insults that I know will hurt you. Because don't fuck with me because I don't disrespect anybody. I don't come in and, and openly disrespect anyone, let alone in their own backyard, let alone in their own home, let alone in their own uh, workspace. You know what I mean? Um, but, you know, for me, you know, going back to answering the question, um, I just personally had a liking for bigger women, man. There's something sexy about them. I think it's just the fact that everything, this is sounds so cliche as an answer. I apologize. But it's like everything about bigger women just is bigger. You know what I mean? Freaking humongous fucking ass, humongous fucking titties, just absolutely freaking like. I mean, I don't know. Everything's bigger. I wasn't gonna say yeah. Your freaking titties are bigger. Your, the body, your body's bigger. The booty's bigger. Everything's bigger. Just everything's bigger. Like that, you can't, you can't. Everything on there is technically bigger. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's not good to eat unhealthy. I mean, I wouldn't tell someone to eat unhealthy or someone, you know, ask me my opinion. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, if you could go to the gym, you should go to the gym. I mean, I think everyone in the world or everyone, um, every average American citizen should go to the gym at least two times, two to three times a week. You know what I mean? I mean, I advocate for that. I don't think people should sit on their ass and do nothing. I could tell you from my own personal preference my own personal feelings i mean i got fucking bored after a while especially i mean we talked about this before um when the pandemic first happened like in 2020 and i just staying home staying home going on walks and trying to do some new shit every day because i was worn out of doing the same exact fucking thing every day and that that transpires perfectly into like certain things that can be demons for me it's like one of the biggest demons would be like thinking about oh well i have all this fucking time that's being all this fucking time is being wasted and i'm here at home or some shit like that you know you know i don't like missing days or gym i don't like uh what is it you know i do not like feeling conflicted like that i have to do things I mean, let alone not just me, but people in general have to do things that they enjoy to do. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself insane. You know what I mean? But, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I keep digressing from the question. But yeah, so pretty much, yeah. I mean, I love bigger women. I think it's it's sexy. Honestly, it's my preference. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I could be in sh- per- perfectly in shape and all that. And... um um, still have a, a bigger girlfriend. I don't give a fuck, man. Cause when you're fucking and you, you get to be in bed with something like that, it's like everything's in HD. Like I said, everything's just so much better, especially if you know how to fuck. I mean, if you're one of those freaky ass people and stuff, and you get and you and you know what you're doing, dude. Let me tell you, that shit could be absolutely fun, but. It doesn't come without a price, ladies and gentlemen, because now days 
when it comes to meeting people, when it comes to talking pe- to people, or when it comes to messaging people, maybe exchanging numbers and or um, Instagram, whatever it is, there's stigmas, like you were saying earlier. Stigma, 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 assumptions, assumptions, assumptions. Um, but there are very real assumptions, you know, like I said. So one of the, one of the biggest ones is, uh, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure... <laughs> I mean, I don't know if coming from a man's point of view, but I mean, I'm pretty sure it's pretty fucking annoying for women whenever they get that they get messages from different dudes or all these dudes, and you know, you look at a majority of the messages that they get in their inbox. A lot of them are flirty. A lot of them are freaky. A lot of them are just plain fucking weird. And you know, it's uncomfortable being a woman. I can only imagine. You know, to be sexualized, um, to be you know, sexually glorified to be viewed as, uh, a, I don't know, like a part, not a part, but to be viewed as like a object. That's what I was meaning to say. Like being viewed as an object, a sexual object, like, Hey, beautiful. How you doing? And, or you messaging someone or you're talking to someone for the first time. Hey baby, how you doing? You're looking very hot and sexy. I can never say that shit. I mean, kudos to any of these motherfucking dudes out there that can hit on a girl openly like that and have some wild-ass pickup lines and shit. Like, I could never say some of that. Now, I could write some pickup lines for people, and I could think of some, but when it comes from, to me using them and shit, like, I'm too damn nervous when it comes to a lot of women and stuff sometimes. You know what I mean? So it just it just really depends on the person. Did I get any text messages? Uh, but yeah, man, that's a lot. That's a huge stigma. I mean, especially for girls as well. When the guys message them, I mean, I can only imagine. You know, you, the that the thought of what bullshit is this person gonna be on? Especially when it comes to all the you, you look at all these new messages. Say, one of those girls that you know are attractive. You know, obviously, it's 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 uh it's pretty obvious that you're fucking attractive. I mean, a lot of dudes are pretty damn thirsty nowadays as it is, regardless. So, I mean, your inbox is full. Got all these messages. Sexual. Some friendly. You know, the good guys are hidden beneath all the crazy, sexual, horny men. Especially at night. I mean, right now, for example, it's 10.55 p.m., 11 i mean i can only imagine at night i mean there's times i mean i've seen this this is something that's happened to me as a person like so i've had like normal conversations with women and stuff like that just regular conversations and then boom it gets sexual it's like oh how is your day going oh good good yeah so now i'm just here relaxing now what are you doing oh laying down in my bed I'm horny or some shit like that. <laughs> some crazy shit. I don't know. People, you, people just find ways to fuck things up. You know what I mean? Now, now, now like I said, you know, um, there's people that just like are like that right off the bat. There's no wind up. But I'm not going to sit here and act like a saint. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm, I'm perfect or anything like that. I've seen and, and I've seen this from all sides of the spectrum. So I've seen this from a little bit of every single angle. So. For me, you know, there has been sev- there's been times where, 
you know, obviously you're maybe maybe you're just in the mood, man. Maybe you just need some ass, man. Maybe you, you just need to get laid or something like that. You know, it 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 happens. You know, you 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 flip out the phone after a a long day or a long day at work. You get home, you message a couple girls online on a dating app of your choice. Maybe a Snapchat, maybe an Instagram. Man, if you really want to find some ass, go to TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. Because the guidelines are absolutely on fucking fire. If you want to see some ass and really communicate with a bunch of random motherfuckers, yeah, that's the place to go, TikTok. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's a thing. It's a thing that guys. I mean, I've I've done it several times, but um, not in, not in a bad way. Like you know, just someone's turned on you you know i mean i don't i don't just go talk to random girls and just be like sexual and stuff like that but for me what i've seen from other people is that i mean their motivations are well whatever it is that they're doing or talking to with this girl is motivated by them wanting to fuck them absolutely just blow their back out fuck like not just fuck them but they want to blow their back off or just fucking bust a load all over their fucking chest or their face your chest and face like these motherfuckers will fuck anything it's crazy dude like anything i mean people are absolutely thirsty i mean you for me it's like i would never be able to just to go, throw myself at somebody like that and you know expect them to want to flirt back it's like dude no i mean like the last time that i was that i ever like would uh was in that kind of position it's just like dude i i can't fuck you i mean at least not right off the bat i mean i don't really even know you like that i mean for me it's like these people will just go and fuck 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 anyone fuck anything but for me it's like if you don't have a good personality and i'm pretty sure there's a lot of people that agree with this too but if you don't have a good personality you're ugly as fuck you could be the most gorgeous in the world and stuff but my dick will not get hard for you if you have a shitty ass attitude hell fucking no there's times where i see this beautiful ass women as soon as they talk ah never mind goodbye you sound all ghetto and all trashy and you know, disrespectful and shit like that. And, you know, there's time... Because I work in customer service, too. So, you get these girls that come in. There's all different types. But then there's, like, the types that come in. Like, the kinds that are, you know, clearly beautiful, like you said. And they feel they maybe they're too good to talk to you. Maybe they think that they're out of your league. Or maybe they just act like... I don't know. They act like all weird because they just think every guy wants to fuck them or something like that. But newsflash, ladies and gentlemen, don't get ahead of yourself because I'm not a disrespectful person when it comes to that, especially if you if you carry yourself very well and just the, the, the type of person I am. Man. I mean, I'll go there's there's girls that I'll, I'll talk to or I had talking to previously and, you know, a couple key people that came to mind and stuff, but I wouldn't just be hitting up random girls and throwing my horniness right at them. I would just have specific people that I'd talk to or, and, or, you know, if, if not people, I mean, for the longest time, you know, still longer time than anything, honestly, you know, just, you just, just pull out the fucking porn hub, man, pull out the tablet, you know, and, and get your uh, 30 seconds out of the way and then go back to normal life. Because as soon as you come, like in the words of Lil Wayne, 
you come back to your senses. All your horniness goes away. The clouds, the bad judgments, it all goes away. Have you ever made a mistake being horny? Like, meaning like, have you ever done something you regretted when you're horny? Like, there's been some times where, like, I've messaged certain people, but then I was like, oh, hey, what's up, baby, or something. Like, cause I don't generally say that. If I, if I were to go meet up or talk to some random girl in person, I wouldn't be saying, hey, baby, and all that. Like, oh, hell no. But there's times it's like, oh, it's online, so we feel like we can let the words fly in a way, meaning we could be as as free as we want we can say everything we want however that's that's not how it is that's not how i feel but that's just how people perceive things in a way and it's creepy in a way but um yeah so going back to it like i said unless like i'm just absolutely fucking turned on or stuff i can't fuck someone with a bad attitude dude like i said my dick will be soft as fuck it would be go as soft as fuck i like that one time i didn't know that girl and it, we, you know i tried to do whatever i could man we were hanging now it was the house where the the time where i talked about escaping that house and i had felt like i was at the, i was a robber or something in that house you guys remember me talking about that i know i'm a little bit all over the place but that's um exactly what our show is like so speaking of that if you like our show ladies and gentlemen actually if you're listening to the show you better fucking hit the that like button you better hit that subscribe button um share our show with your friends and family if you got exes if you got baby mamas if you're in an open relationship if you're in a domestic partnership if you have a widow if you have multiple baby mamas it doesn't fucking matter man show this podcast uh represent it a friend of mine earlier uh actually played the podcast at her job and i guess her and a co-worker were enjoying it so i mean shout out to you guys too um and um like i said we're available everywhere you get your shows whether it's on spotify apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more platforms that get our podcast ladies and gentlemen oh yeah we were going to throw some out some breaking news before we went to the commercial break weren't we but uh let's continue with what we were talking about though because um yeah it was pretty fun but I mean, it can be an annoying stigma. I mean, I have to say there has been there has been times where, I mean, you can't go without thinking about it. I mean, say you see a girl or something, or a, vice versa, a girl sees an attractive guy, you see an attractive girl, like, oh, she's so beautiful, or so gorgeous, or he's so handsome, blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh, well, yeah, you said they're gorgeous or they're handsome, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, is that all? Do you or do you want to like do, do you want to take them out for a coffee date? Do you want to go bowling, or do you want to absolutely blow this person's back out in the bedroom? I mean, it's it's kind of crazy actually to think about, but it's like yeah, people get together, they meet people, and they fuck, and it's like yeah, you just you know go through life meet people you know some people don't stay some people fade away people become distant memories it's life <laughs> you know what the one of the funny i don't know what, what it, i was talking about uh i was talking about this at work the other day i was like it's so fucking funny so so um 
you know how I was talking about, like, for me, like, I can be the one to give someone good advice. I could be the one to write pickup lines for someone. But when it comes to me trying to hit on girls or call them baby and stuff like I was talking about earlier, it's like, dude, I can't do that shit. But I was telling my coworker the other day, I was like, dude, uh, I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, damn, she's so fine. Something like about getting this hot girl's number that came into the store the other day. I was like, um, I was like, damn, I was like, I wish I would have said this pickup line. And he's like, why didn't you? And I was like, well, I'm just shy. I mean, I could, I'm, uh, I'm confident in all that. And obviously, uh, deep into fighting and 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 br- the most brutal sport in the world. Yet I'm shy to talk to women and stuff like that. <laughs> like, um, I just told him I was shy. I was like, yeah. I mean, I was shy. I'm like, you know, it's weird. I told him I was like, just the fact that you look at all these gorgeous girls and. Just to think there was one point in time where they were just getting their fucking pussy just absolutely pounded and destroyed or something by some other random dude. Yeah, we're hitting on them. But that's life. I mean, we don't try to think about it like that. I mean, for me, I just think like, you know, I had my good times with these uh, these girls and I probably put it on these girls better than any other motherfuckers would. Especially when it comes to all these motherfuckers that cause you bad shit and stuff like that, you know. Especially if it was... uh bullshit and stuff like that but for me i just like oh dude i had my time with that girl so any other dudes that that end up being with this girl just had my uh sloppy seconds or had my cock on their mouth pretty much because it because uh because i pretty much was with this that same thing with all these other girls but i don't i don't talk to a lot of girls let alone sleep with a lot of girls like that like i generally would only fuck some uh fuck is if i'm in a relationship you know what I mean? It's very, I mean, it's very, very, very rare, man, that I would ever do something out of the ordinary like that. I mean, I could see people doing that. That's what they call the friends of benefits and all that. And that's another thing out there. People get afraid of like, oh, no, there's a lot of people that like try to initiate that or kind of want that. And that's kind of what it is. You know, those fuck boys, fuck girls, hoes, whatever it is you want to call them. You know, um, people will try to do that and only fuck with no strings attached. You know what I mean? I mean, I've never been one to that. I mean, I'm, I'm just—it's just not my thing. Because I notice, like, um, like I like to build up a connection with someone. I like to have a solid connection with somebody. Because, like I said, if I don't have a solid connection with them, and it—it it won't be good. But if you have a solid connection with someone. And everything's just so amazing with you guys. And everything just seems so right. I mean, yeah. And the the excitement, let alone, like, you get turned on in a, in a natural way. And it's just because that's a great person. I mean, for me, I admire great qualities in a person. I love and pay attention to how people carry themselves. I love people that are hardworking. I love being around people who... In a way, have faced shit in life because I know that they're some of the toughest motherfuckers that I can surround myself with. And let alone them being tough, it's motivation for me because I know that I have such a great person around, great people around me that uh, have faced things and gone through things and yet have made their life a lot better than originally anticipated. Because some people grew up hard, hardships and stuff, but they've made their motherfucking way through life. And that's the way to do shit. You know what I mean? You got to navigate yourself through life. You got to push through the worst things. And and you got to, uh, you know, show why 
you've got to show why you're uh, you got to show why you're you're as tough as you are because then during the times where we're fucking going through it and everything just seems like it's absolute hell it's impossible to look at the light. It's impossible to think about the light. I mean, there's some mild cases where you're like, yeah, you realize it and you know, eh, it's, 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 it's been a bad day. I know I'll be better. But then there's just some fucking times like, dude, I want this bullshit to be over with. I want this bullshit to be over with. It seems never ending. Like I was saying earlier, one of the, one of the bigger flaws I have would be feeling so conflicted i don't like to feel conflicted with certain things but i want the absolute best for myself i have the absolute best intentions for myself and i'm just not an advocate of wasting time because i feel like there's been a large substantial amount of times in my life where i've immaturely wasted time you know what i mean what the hell there's some weird girls out here But, um, yeah, so, damn, what do we talk about today? We talked about a whole bunch of fucking stuff. So, um, let's get into the breaking news that we were going to talk about, um, before we went on that commercial break, ladies and gentlemen. So, I'm going to say, like I said, I'm going to get in trouble for this. But I don't give a fuck, ladies and gentlemen. Because if you hear this, I mean, it, it's inevitable to avoid. But, um, like I said, December 12th is off. But, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, I will get ready. Drum roll, please. I will be officially, officially, hashtag officially fighting on december 3rd december 3rd upcoming next month a little bit under a month like a couple days under a month away and and it's not against julio it's not against pussy ass fat masvidal villapando ladies and gentlemen we have landed on the kingpin third time is a charm I originally asked for this fight. This is one of the two people that I asked for originally. Not Julio, but one Bruno Dalfajera. We're fighting Bruno Dalfajera at heavyweight on December 3rd in Rise um, Rise X, I think, you know, in South Florida. Bruno Dalfajera. What do I know about him? Um, I mean, like I said, I watched um, his fight with Julio earlier like six times or so like that and you know it's kind of got more clear like as time goes by and as you go back and re-watch fights and you know you look at your you think about how your mindset was back then and you know you're thinking about it now i mean dude watching that fight i mean we're not we're, i don't want to give too much away on here but we're breaking it down and stuff i was breaking it down and let me just tell like so i had it in my mind that either i was gonna fight julio or bruno and regardless of if I had the answer or not originally, I'm still going to train the way I train. I'm still going to do me. 
I'm not going to worry or stress about it. I mean, however, it is great to be prepared now that I know it's Bruno and now that I have, you know, such a freaking, uh, I mean, you know, I'm so blessed, man. I have such a great uh, circle of people around and stuff like that. Uh, um, for Bruno, man, the preparation for Bruno, it, it, it's me a little bit different than Julio. I mean, Julio um, was very uh, striking heavy, very, you know, he... he his profession is boxing. That's where he specialized in is boxing. But in his fight with Bruno, I mean, he landed two punches or something like that. Bruno was dropped. But that fight fairly ended quickly. So we didn't have really much to work with. I mean, Julio didn't really wasn't able to get going. I mean, the only big moments he had were those two punches that he had on Bruno, dropped uh, Bruno and then... You know, Bruno gets back up or something like, you know, Julio kind of gives his back up to Bruno and Bruno is able to get a hold of him and, and choke him out. But to start the fight off, um, you know, Bruno kind of dictated the pace and, you know, necessarily wasn't moving too quickly. Like he's very aggressive. That's what I noticed. So he he, he starts the fight off very aggressive um, and he slowly but surely controls the pace and this, the, he's in control the whole entire fight, up until that knockdown and stuff like that. But, you know, Julio didn't even seem to know what he was doing on the ground and, and just gave up that position so easily, which amassed a, a submission victory for Bruno. But Bruno, um, you know, I, I have to say, I've, I've said that a couple of times, a few times. I talked to him a couple of times, too. Um, but I'd say that he's he's very, he's well-rounded. He's well-rounded. And he's good in multiple areas. I mean, I know he's he's uh, obviously a jujitsu. I don't know if he's a jujitsu black belt. I know he he does a lot of jujitsu training. I mean, striking. It looks as if he he does some striking, but it doesn't look like he's one of the more polished strikers. Like his striking is good, and obviously, like I said, he picks his shots very wisely, and he he's, he seems to be very uh, very intelligent, very aggressive off the right off the bat and stuff and you know obviously looks to clinch up and he do, he clinched up and uh, put Julio up against the fence so I know it's a lot of a uh, takedown defense and there's a lot of takedowns you know the ones that up against the cage and stuff so I mean you just got you know you do defense and you know as, as, as exhausting as grappling is I mean Julio wasn't really a grappling heavy guy I wasn't really necessary. I'm not worried about any of these motherfuckers because I'm going to beat both of these guys regardless. Um, but Bruno is, like I said, a different kind of preparation because of the way that his fight style is. I mean, he, he's a little bit more of a serious matchup in a way. Like, meaning like he's a lot tougher of a matchup than Julio was. So you kind of got to be a little bit more serious with Bruno. You got to be serious with all the fights and stuff in general. But like I said, I wrote hella notes. I mean, I lost so much footage and just in the gym and stuff like that. But um. Yeah, so he says he's he's aggressive, he's, he's grappling heavy early on. You know, he he tired uh, tires Julio out, and then you know he's able to kind of pick pick his shots. But you know, one of the big things that um I noticed is he dictated the, the the center of the cage and stuff, and had Julio backed up against the cage, and he was picking every little shot. He wasn't necessarily throwing them, and they didn't weren't necessarily hard shots. I mean. Bruno doesn't look to have too much power, honestly, but he does have the technique and all that, so it, it makes up for it. Um, 
his strong suit, I feel like, is grappling. Uh, you know, he's basic and effective. And he's well-rounded. And he's creative. But in a way, in my eyes, he's basic and predictable. And some of the keys to, the keys to victory, like some of the stuff I've seen, man, it's just like, for me, in that kind of fight, in that kind of position... Just in that kind of position anyways, someone dictating the pace, you can't let them get busy. Especially someone, when they uh, start to fill you out, you don't want them to get going. Like I said, so for me, I don't give a shit who I'm fighting. I mean, obviously, I, I'm officially fighting Bruno now, but you know, if he tries to take me down, I'll have an answer for that. Puts me on my back. He's going to get busted up. I mean... Obviously, like I said, my footwork, my punches, my power, you know, I'm going to hurt him. And, uh, you know, obviously, I'm going to make him think twice. And, if it, you know, honestly, um, in a way, I feel when he feels the power of my punches and uh, what I'm able to do in that cage. And once he feels that, that pop. He's going to try to wrestle, wrestle heavy. So I mean, you got to be ready for someone to try to wrestle heavy or be a panic wrestler. You know what I mean? Um, because, I mean, I, I feel like you know, he was able to dictate the pace and kind of bully Julio in a way. He's not going to bully me. It doesn't matter. Um, if I would have fought Julio that night that Bruno fought Julio, I would have beaten the shit out of Julio. Like, I would have outclassed the fuck. I mean, I would I would whoop the shit out of him. Oh, I'm not talking about uh, a one-punch knockout. No, no, I would have just technically. The, the technique was was absolute dog shit. And his defense was absolute dog shit. And if it comes to someone else pushing the pace on him, Julio's not going to like to have to fight me. And he said he was injured and all that and had no other fucking reason why. There's no clear-cut reason why he couldn't fight. He just bitched out like a bitch. He doesn't want to fight, man. He's basic. I mean, I've I've been <laughs> in MMA and been in this sport for almost, for over a decade, man. I'm trained so much, learned so much, freaking watched hella fights, watched so much fucking film, learned from so many different fucking people, man. And these motherfuckers are... Bruno is a photographer. Julio is a boxer. Basic boxer, if anything. I mean, he looks to have some power in his punches, but, you know, uh, he's good against stationary targets. He's good, he's good against people who suck, pretty much. So, I mean, I scaled these light heavyweights out. I brought them both up to heavyweight. Julio bitched out. Uh, Daniel disappeared off the face of the earth because he just realized that I was going to beat the shit out of him and he didn't want to get get his face busted up. Um, but, you know, all respects to Bruno because Bruno is really tough. He's very well-rounded. He's very dangerous. And, you know, obviously, obviously, I know I ramped up the little trash talk, but, you know, overall, respect him, man. He's, he's a nice guy, too. I mean, obviously, he, he is a very good photographer. I'm like, dude, if I ever have a wedding, Bruno, you need to come 
uh, I'll pay you. You need to come uh, record that shit. And we'll drink a beer, too. And we'll, we'll smoke a joint, too, if you're in that. But yeah, he has a family and all that. But, you know, overall, I respect him, man. I, I believe, I mean, I, I mean, for Julio, I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's all respect. These people have families. We all have families. We're all trying to get to one spot. Um, you know, um, what is it? But that doesn't mean stylistically wise what I say about what I see. Is it's trash compared to I mean well, what I would have done in there compared to them. I mean Bruno, however, I mean Bruno's a lot trickier because he strikes and he initiates like the grappling, you know, up against the cage. So a lot of it, you know, would be to avoid my back going towards the cage and, you know, not getting, not being in positions where he can grab me and, 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 and clinch up and stuff, you know, kind of, uh, gain his respect early. Like, no, don't try to take me down. Don't, don't try any of that. Cause I, in a way I could see it in Bruno. He can be, he can be a little too aggressive and open up too much, and his head's uh, standing straight up. Like, he moves his feet. I notice he moves, and, you know, he lands his good combinations, but there's no head movement. He leaves his head straight up in the air. And on top of that, like I said, when it comes to rushing, just in general, like, you rush someone, and you don't respect someone's power, or you just don't respect someone in general, like, dude, you're gonna get knocked out. Like, he's gonna come rushing in like that, or whatever it is. He's, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna think, he thinks... He's gonna set the pace, but when he he fought Julio, the first seconds, few seconds in, it, it started right off, and he just seemed, you know, he started off super quick. But for me, you know, I, I'm first. I'm gonna be first. You know, I have to be first. You know, for me, I mean, feel like feel like keys to victory is to, you know, not prepare for any specific little move or thing that you're gonna do. You know, it's all about if I do what I'm gonna do. You know, he, he thinks he can um, come in and dictate the pace or do whatever it is he's going to do. And, you know, um, especially when I, uh, when I, uh, when I land, <laughs> you're going to feel that those first few punches and it's not going to be good, man. I mean, especially when there's more than just punches coming out. You're going to eat my elbows. You're going to eat my knees. You're going to keep it. Uh, uh, eat my kicks to the body and take my elbows. And you try to take me down, or you do take me down, and you're gonna be you're gonna be uh, getting elbows uh, thrown from the from the bottom, and I'm gonna bust you up. And at the end of the night, whoever's gonna who, who's gonna really look like they were in a fight, because you know people try to take you down, and you know there's there's methods and defense and stuff. Especially you know a lot of it was you know earlier we were drilling about the uh, we were drilling um you know up against the cage, like what happens when he puts you up against the cage and you know tries to attack you. Like there was a, a time in the fight where Bruno, um. When he fought, when he was fighting Julio, he had him up against the cage, and you know he's holding him there and stuff. And there's places you gotta have your arm, you know, how to circle out, keep your hips uh, away, f you know, a certain way, and you know, just kind of be on your feet, be be on your feet, you know, use your wheels, avoid the cage at all costs. And you know, for me, I'm gonna be first. I mean, there's much more. There's a lot, so much more preparation going in this, but for me, a lot of it's just to be first and and land and make him uncomfortable. I'm gonna put him on his back foot. I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to be aggressive early on, but I'm not going to be overly aggressive to where it compromises 
me potentially losing or making a mistake and costing myself a fight. So no, I'm going to be very aggressive right off the bat and show him that he can't dissipate, dictate the pace. He's going to get desperate and he's going to rush in and I'm going to knock him out. And uh, then I'm going to beat the hell out of Julio. Then I'm going to get a title shot. And then I'm going to be the champion after that. So, um, so much notes. I'm watching a lot of film too. I mean, there's not a lot on him, but there's a lot um similar styles and similar things and just techniques and little things to perfect and stuff, such as like the cage work and you know, like little places to have your feet and your hips and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's the little things, you know what I mean? Especially like the, you know, getting your back off the cage and all that. You know, that, that stuff's important. You know, just, I mean, it, it looked like he was more so on, on standing and striking, but... It was it was a slow paced fight, but it was it was sloppy, but you know it, it it didn't last that long, so I really couldn't say too much about it. My fight will last a lot longer too, and um, I hope you don't try to take it down, Bruno, because uh, you're gonna catch a knee or uh, elbows, and and it's gonna be painful when you try to take me down, because it just it's, it's just not gonna be good when people try to take me down, but um. You know, I, I, I'm going to win this fight however I feel like it. You know, um, for Bruno, I mean, it's, it's a different approach because Julio, like I said, I could say that confidently. You know, I could win however I feel like, how, whatever whatever way sees fit. I mean, if you end it super fast, man, and you're just like, oh, dude, that fight's over. and You got to wait until three months later or some shit like that. But if you want to cruise and have a unanimous decision and play it safe and stuff and, you know, kind of see your fluidity, you know, see how you fare later on and later rounds and stuff like that. But for me, yeah, uh, you know, it, it really depends, man. You know, like I said, I'm, gonna, I'm really, really going to strategize for this one against Bruno. Um, a lot more, like I said, um, a pretty good idea of him as a fighter and stuff and there's nothing that he does that surprises me. There's nothing that he does that's unpredictable. There's nothing that he does that can uh, have me unprepared or unready for it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I've been here longer than a lot of these guys. And um, a lot more dedication and a lot more of uh, miles on the tank than a lot of these people, even being 26 years old and stuff. You know, like I said, I really, really wholeheartedly mean that. I would have beaten the shit out of you, Julio, if we fought on that night that you fought Bruno. Let alone if we, me and you fought on November 12th. Let alone if me and you fought on the December 3rd, Julio. I'm going to be, uh, after Bruno, I'm fighting Julio next. That's for sure. And you better not bitch out either, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but that is, I believe, our show um, today. Um, I had to switch over the laundry. Then after the laundry, um, I believe we're going to go to the gym. The gym after that. Um, but without further ado, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, it's good to be back. And it's always good to come back. Um, apologies, like I said, if we were gone for slightly a little bit longer than normal. But alas, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are ready. Like I said, so much exciting stuff. So much wild ass shit happens. I mean... Two people pulling out, bitching out of the fights this this whole year. I mean, me not going and knowing that I was even going to fight this this whole year. I mean, me using my my mouth to get the opportunity, running my mouth to get uh. I mean, some of these big fights and stuff. I mean, dude, it's 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 absolutely feels like a movie. Bruno's not going to bitch out though. Don't worry, guys. But yeah, ticket sales as well. 
Um, the tickets for the pay per view. My fight. Um, you subscribe to Rise X. It's like um the streaming service, streaming library and stuff. You can watch past fights and all that. But um, like I said, I hope I don't get in trouble for this. But as a duty to my listeners and my closest friends and family, for specific people, I'm gonna buy the pay per view. So you guys are gonna use my code. I'm gonna have a code, an account. You guys will be able to log in and stream the fights live. I'm going to show you guys exactly how to do it. A tutorial, either a tutorial on online. I got a type, I'm going to type up a post and be very direct or do like a screen record and show you guys how to do it directly. But I'm going to provide the code. You guys are going to watch it. And we're going to make sure you don't miss the historical night, December 3rd. Um, history in the making. Like I said, I got my fucking shorts. I'm excited. I can't wait to get my um, patches and stuff just to make that walk. I can't wait to... Ugh, man, I got to get moving, though, in general. Like, my feet, I mean, I got to get used to moving in the shorts because, I mean, I'm not used to moving in the shorts. And I don't know if they're going to have shin pads on or anything like that. But um, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we will be back next week, sooner rather than later, for sure. Um, we will be back sooner rather than later on this show. Um, this is episode 431 of Kicking It With The King. Like I said, um, Friday, November 4th, and. 22 ha we're not here at 6 a.m we're not here at 4 a.m like we usually are motherfuckers we're here about a few hours earlier right we're getting a lot more sleep lately i think that that's the most important part right you get the most sleep and especially i mean this fucking weather dude when you wake up in the fucking morning it's cold as fuck it's cold as fuck when you get out the shower bro and the hot the freaking coldness hits your fucking naked ass body Holy shit, not a good feeling, especially not on your fucking nutsack. That's for goddamn sure. But ladies and gentlemen, we will be back sooner rather than later. We appreciate you for joining us on this episode. Reminder, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Twitter at KWTKPROD, KWTKPROD on Instagram and Twitter. Real G the King underscore on Twitter, G the King underscore official on Instagram and so forth. Um, also, when you follow me on Instagram, navigate down to the bottom and you can follow the link tree directly to all of my social media, all my social media accounts from my Snapchat to my TikTok to my YouTube to my OnlyFans. Ooh, we can look at all the sexy dick pics on OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. You don't have dick pics on OnlyFans. Um, and so forth. There's so much stuff on there. You can subscribe to everything. All my social medias, everything is all in one spot. My Apple Music playlist. Um, you can download the Rise X app through my app, through the link tree as well, as well as ordering my next fight on December 3rd. Um through the app as well like i said remind you i'm going to show you guys how to do that and make sure that you guys are all set up before the fights happen ladies and gentlemen so final time today without further ado we will be back next week out of this bitch dj it's all yours guys back in your lives next week bye until next time peace motherfuckers
It's time to ride, I pull out from the scene real fast Time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God. This for the homies, put that on my life. Jump, jump, head to the sky. It's time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God. This for the homies, put that on my life. Jump, jump, head to the sky. Turn me up.